Nice song. Sure, that's the king of Rai music, Khalid. That's his song, CNC. Yeah, that's right, CNC. Only it's not being performed by Khaled here, but actually by a group of young Algerian immigrants in Montreal. The band called Afirka. I'm Banning Air, and you're listening to Planet Afropop. And I'm Akwai Wabesiowe. Georges is off this week, but he'll be back with us soon. So, Banning. Algerian Rai music. Tell me about it. Right. As listeners know, this is a music from Oran, a port city in Algeria on the Mediterranean. goes back to much older music called the Warani. Rai means advice. And basically, that's kind of a stale word for it. It's really something more spontaneous than that. It's bringing real street life concerns into the realm of music that had always been high poetry before. I remember Khaled saying in one of our early interviews uh, back in the uh, in the early 90s, yeah, in, in the poetry, if they wanted to talk about love, they would talk about a pigeon. Mm. But no, we just talked directly about love. So it was kind of straight talk. Mm. And it just became enormously popular, especially in the music of Khaled, produced by the great producer uh, Rashid. And, you know, I mean, Algeria went through a lot of tough times after that, but Rai is still going strong. What's your experience of Rai? Why have you run into this cool Algerian music before? Absolutely. I had a lot of Algerian friends when I grew up in Russia. Oh, really? Yes, because the Soviet Union, of course, had been supporting Algerian freedom fighters in the 60s. Brutal war with France. Right, exactly. And so I grew up with a lot of Algerians. And also because I grew up in Egypt, there were a lot of Algerians in exile in Egypt and all over the world because of the war in in Algeria. And and the thing is about Algerian war, it's one of those wars that wasn't too publicized in terms of, I don't think the Anglo world really knew that much about that whole colonial history of France. But of course, the, this great Martinican author called Franz Fanon. Yes. He was a psychiatrist who volunteered himself for the Algerian resistance movement and really decided to understand the mentality of colonialism with his book, Black Skin, White Masks and the Wretched of the Earth and all that stuff. So that's my knowledge of Algeria through that author. That's fascinating, right? He lost a lot of friends in in France during that. That was a pretty sorry chapter uh, in France's history. And we get into that a little bit in the interview coming up because we spoke with Nazim, who is one of the founders of Afirka, and we're gonna hear them live at the Nuit d'Afrique Festival in Montreal. And at the end of this podcast, we'll hear a report from correspondent Harrison Malkin on the recent Artist for Aid event in Newark, New Jersey. It was a star-studded evening aimed at raising awareness and funds for the victims of violence in Gaza and Sudan. Yeah, Gaza, of course, gets a lot of attention in the news these days, and rightly so. But we hear a lot less about the ongoing suffering in Sudan, so this is... a. Uh... A great event. Mm. Coming back to Montreal and a much happier story. Every winter, starting in February, the organizers of the annual Nuit d'Afrique Festival put on a battle of the Afropop bands. These bands face off three a night at Club Balatou, fantastic club in Montreal. And the audience votes for a winner for each night. Eventually, the field comes down to nine finalists. And that's when we at Afropop are asked to pick the winner of the Afropop prize from those nine semifinalists. And it's now February again. And we thought it would be great to honor the 2023 winners. So the big winner of the entire contest was an awesome Afro-Latin band called Team Salsa Quintet. And we're going to hear more from them later in the podcast. Yeah, you'll see why they won. They are powerful. It was really a tough choice, but we ended up awarding the Afropop Prize to Afirka because they're also really excellent. But they kind of got the edge for us because it's so unusual to find a band that can interpret Algerian pop music with such confidence and polish. We had a really nice conversation with Nazim, one of the two band leaders. We met him in the somewhat noisy Nuit d'Afrique office. But before we go there, let's hear more of the band's live set on the Radio Canada stage at Nuit d'Afrique. Hey, 
us to uh, give the Afropop prize to one of the groups. We loved your performance and we thought it was just so interesting, the repertoire of music you're playing. So introduce yourself and tell us the story of this band. My name is Nazim. I'm a creator of the band Afirka. It's a project of the heart, as we say, because it's from our origins, from Algeria. It's a music that we grew up with. We heard with our family, with friends, at weddings, at any happy fest that we had. And that's really special to us to do this today, to pay a tribute to the great artists that had a, like, you know, an imprint on our culture and on the worldwide culture in general. Because they are big stars, they exist all over the world, everybody knows them, like when you speak about Khaled or Mami, you know, they sang with, staying with whatever, you know, like a lot of great, great artists. And for us today, it's like uh, a great deal for us to, to uh, be able to try to, uh, you know, express ourselves and our culture with their music. That is awesome. You guys come very close. You do it well. So how did you meet up in Montreal? How did that happen? Look, uh, we're all immigrants, born and raised in Algeria. And we, we met here, me and Ahmed at first. We are friends, childhood friends, actually. You came here when you were very young. No, no, I came here when I was 30. 30? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you were friends over there. Yeah, we were friends over there. We were at school together, university together. It's like, yeah, so uh, it was crazy to meet here. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't plan We that. didn't know. We didn't plan that at all, man. It was crazy. So it's like, okay, man, I know you're a girdarist. You know I'm a drummer, so let's do something. We tried to play some music, to do some stuff, and then we started to, to jam a little bit here and there and meet up with other musicians from all across the world. You know, Montreal is like really cosmopolitan. And finally, we ended up meeting with other Algerians, musicians, and we were like, hey, what do we have in common? We have culture, we have music in common. It's rich, it's representative of North Africa. And let's try to do something to be part of the diversity and cultural diversity here in, in this beautiful country, beautiful city. And let's try to do this and share this with the people, with everybody. So that was the deal. It started just like that. And then, you know, we just like put money in the project ourselves, no producer, nothing. We did everything by ourselves. And it was crazy. It's like our first, first scene was like awesome. It was like, wow, people were stunned because we we're an electric band. People do not know, you know, so when they discover things like that, it's like, okay, that's something. So now it started like this, and then, you know, one step after the other, every day, every day, day-to-day -day work, and uh, here we are today. When did the group form? When, when was the beginning for this uh, formation? Almost two years. Yeah, a little bit less than two years. Not long. No, no, not long, but, you know, with, with Will, and work and uh, passion. This is really important. And real familiarity with the music too, really. Yeah, of course, but we're not, as musician or as listening to the music, we are from different all sides of music. Like, I'm a fan of death metal, man. <laughs> Ahmed is a fan of, of fusion, of jazz, of whatever, you know, it's like, he's a guitarist, you know what it is. It's like, yeah, it's, it's different from one to another. And uh, we mixed all that, actually, to be able to do the fusion. And this is what is beautiful about that. It's very interesting because, I mean, you know, we've heard so many bands, we come to this festival a lot, so you always hear bands doing all kinds of mixes of this and that. Yeah. But I've never really heard a band take on that repertoire the way you, you guys did. That really stood out to us. Um, and I'm sure it's very appreciated. Uh, yeah, it is. Because uh... those artists almost never come here, right? I mean, Khaled's exactly. still around, but it's been ages since we've seen him on a stage. He's expensive. He's expensive <laughs> and not the easiest guy, yeah, but no, 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 I've met him many times. I love the guy. He's beautiful. <laughs> he's awesome, you know, like he's a star, so yeah, you gotta put them, yeah? You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, do you write songs also in the style? Yeah, we started the process. Uh, we are going to play one of our original songs today, which is called uh, Dania. Dania means life in general. Like, we speak about the life, about different steps 
that everybody, almost everybody, you know, comes across and, and leave this. And uh, we want to share this uh, again. It's experiences, different experiences that we try to put in a song. And we are in the process, of course, of writing uh, an album. Uh, again, we do it by ourselves, so it takes a little bit of time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, we want to do something good. We want to have a great product to propose to the people because we respect the people. We respect the art, the music. So it's really important for us to do this thing like really seriously and do it. Well, let's hear it. This is Dunia from Afirka live at the Nuit d'Afrique Festival in Montreal. That was live from Nuit d'Afrique Festival in Montreal, Montréal, Afirka, with their song Dunia. You know, McCoy, as soon as I heard this band, I immediately thought of rye music. But their PR talks about other North African styles like Shawi and Kabil, that's Amazirk music. So that's where I picked up with Nazim. How would you describe the range of styles that you play? You know, in Algeria, we have a lot of different tribes. Uh, we are a country, of course, you know, as other countries, big countries, like in the United States, for instance, it's a huge country. It's like almost a continent country, <laughs> as we say, you know. And it's like you have many countries in it. It's so big, so so wild, so, you know, with different accents, different... It's just almost the same thing in Algeria. We have people from the north, from the east, from the uh, west, uh, from the central country, from the desert, the Sahara. And Berber is um, the original people that were living in North Africa. It's not just Algeria, it's in Morocco, in Tunisia, in Egypt, in South of Europe too, you know, Spain. So this is really Mediterranean thing, you know. And of course we have many languages or dialects, as we say, and different rhythms. So we have a lot of different rhythms. Usually, of course, it's triplets, you know, six eight, six four, you know, three fours. And we have a lot of other influences through history, a lot of people that came 
visit or conquer <laughs> our country. Uh, so this is something that we take from them too, you know. So we take it as a, as a tribe of, of war <laughs> and we, we mix it with our culture and it gives a lot of styles. You have Kabil, you have Tindi, you have Gnawi, you have Rai, you have uh, Shawi, you have uh, Constantinois, you have uh, uh, Algerois, you have... Uh, man, it's gonna be like too long if <laughs> I start to say Wow, that. okay, that's helpful, thank you. <laughs> and you, uh, you take on many of these styles, right? Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's rich. I mean, why uh, refuse? Uh, something that is so beautiful if we can take it and we take it for free I mean it's here it's it should be uh, available for the whole world not just for us so that's why we're doing this we're doing festivals and, and, and everything's like we, we don't care we just want to share this the culture it's it should be accessible to the whole world that's, well, that's basic great. music and art great to meet you looking forward to hearing the set tonight man oh yeah we're gonna do uh, some uh, old rye right there is the ride that you know, Khaled, and we're going to do uh, Rimiti. Shikha Rimiti, may she rest in peace, she is one of the first women to sing Rai, and she was singing Maddahat at first. Maddahat is the beginning, the early days of Rai. This is what gave Rai. And we needed and we had to pay a tribute to her because if it was not her and other women like her, we wouldn't have Rai today. Okay? So it's important to include the women in the style that we're doing because they were here at the beginning, you know? This is important for us. And her music is stunning. And believe me, the thing we did with her music, this is gonna be crazy. We're gonna destroy the stage with this, I'm telling you guys. Dami Wanamorak, it's a love song. It says, you are in front, I'm just behind you. It's like the woman that is behind her husband. And she's like, I'm here for you. I'm always behind you, you know? That's a strong love story, okay, love song. And, um, and it's raw, <laughs> that, that's what it is. And we have also um, Anna Orzali. Anna Orzali, Me and My Love. It's another love story of her, okay? She had a lot of uh, love stories, you know? <laughs> but that, that's real, we have to talk about this. I mean, it's not taboo, we have to talk about this. We're human beings, we talk about love, we love, we, and it's important to share it again. So those two are gonna be crazy, and we also have um, ONB, so it's Orchestre National de Barbès. They're from France. We pay a tribute for them too. Uh, my friend is the drummer uh, there. And uh, I was like, hey, we're gonna pay tribute to you, man. <laughs> You're still alive. So we do for, for the people who, who left us and we did it too for the people who are still alive and everything. So it's like, yeah, we still share your music. And even you're a great artist and stars, doesn't matter. We're gonna share again your music because it's awesome. So yeah, so. That's great. If you go to our site, we, there's a whole show about Rimiti there that was produced by one of our producers in France. Awesome. I actually interviewed her once in New York. Awesome. One time she played in New York. But yeah, that's fantastic. I can't wait to hear what you do with that. I am telling you. Yeah, we 
والطقسي خالصة والطقسي خالصة والكبير كمينة والطقسي حبسة والطقسي حبسة والطقسي حبسة يا في باب المغلصة ويا الجنالي يا الجنالي يا مولب غنات يداوي حالي ويا الجنالي يا الجنالي يا مولب غنات يداوي حالي البارود interpretation of a love song by the great Sheka Rimeti. You know, in the boom years of Rai, the 1990s, Algeria went through some really tough times. Disputed elections, Islamist violence, a lot of intellectuals and creative people were killed, including the pioneering Rai producer Rashid. It was a hellish time. But Nazim says that's all in the past now. Peace came back because the government and uh, the people work together. You know, we don't like the war. We have a full history of war. If you go look for the history in Algeria, what is crazy and what is great, I think, is in the United States, I know that in universities, they teach students about the Algerian history. I find it awesome. I was like stunned to, to know this, you know? So yeah, it's really rich. And we have a lot of story of war, as I told you. We are warriors of North Africa. People know us like that, but we don't like the war. We prefer to, to, to do love, to do music, to have fun. That's the truth behind that, okay? We gotta do what we gotta do at some point though, you know? We had a problem, that's true with, with this, but now, today, and since a few years now, peace is back, okay? It's way better than it was. I grew up in this. Uh, I'm still alive, alhamdulillah. <laughs> but I did my studies. I mean, I'm, I'm not a dangerous person. I went to university. I, I traveled across all over the world. I made friends everywhere. So yeah, uh, I know we have tough history, but today is better. 
and hopefully tomorrow will be better and better. Well, we have to come visit sometime. Or do you go back regularly? Oh, yeah. Every time I have the opportunity, almost every year. This is my homeland, you know? I was born there. This is in my blood. I cannot forget that. I still have my family there. I still have my friends there. In Algiers? Yeah, in Algiers. I'm from Algiers. I still go and visit, you know, just the coffee maker in the corner. Like, you know, we're really close people, like close to each other. It's another culture, you know? So it's important for me. I love being here, but always my heart is always there, you know, <laughs> of course. Sean Barlow when I had heard about a rye festival that takes place every June in Oran. So we asked Nazim about it, and we got a very enthusiastic response. That was huge, yes, I know it. My friends played there, and it was something really, really great. Seriously, the next time you have the chance to go, 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 yeah. If I had, like, holidays, like with my work or whatsoever, I'll be gone. I'll be there, man. People are so kind there. You'll be there, they know you're a tourist or just a foreigner. Man, you're not going to pay for a sandwich. All your, yeah, I'm seriously, if you're there a week or a month, you're not going to pay for a coffee. I'm telling you, they're like that there. Americans have great reputation in Algeria, actually. We love the culture. I mean, as I told you, our history is tough again, but we are a young country, really, really young country. We took the independence since, like, what, 61 years? We're a baby country. Like, we don't know nothing. We're just learning, you know? So we love the culture, American culture, for instance. I told you, I'm a fan of death metal, of rock. Of, I can tell you about this for hours, you know? That's sick. And I'm an Algerian, you know? It's like Muslim and whatever. But yeah, man, if it's good, it's good. That's awesome. Uh, we love cinema. We love, like, all this is, comes from the United States, from, from America. Yeah. Jazz, bebop, fusion, name it. Yeah, name it. That's really nice, man. Yeah. Well, you've whet our appetite. we got to get to Iran, Sean. If you go there, let me know. I'll give you the, the phones of my family, of my friends, and... Very nice thank to Algerian immigrant band Afirka performing live at the Nuit d'Afrique Festival in Montreal in the summer of 2023. Sean and I actually got on stage and presented the band with the Silly Door Afropop Prize. I rolled out my best West African French for the occasion. A ce fabuleux groupe Afirka, Monsieur Banning Air. Applaudissez le très très fort. Et leur carrière magnifique. Applaudissez très très fort le prix Afropop. Allô, ça va bien La vie est belle Wow, Banning, that's amazing. I love the music from Kabilia. Amazigh. I love to say that. Can you say that? Amazigh. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> I'm not so good on the last bit, but uh, Amazigh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. By the way, there are two excellent shows on Afropop called uh, Berber Rising, part one and two, which really get into that 
history and all the fascinating complexities and some wonderful music. Check them out on afropop.org. Wow, Banning, that sounds amazing. I wish I was there. Sounds like you all had a blast up there, didn't you? So much fun. Such a great festival. And Afirka is a fantastic discovery. But before we leave Montreal, let's check out the big winner of the Silly Door Prize for 2023. Team Salsa Quintet represents a cadre of superb Afro-Latin musicians living in Montreal. For my money, this combo can give any salsa band on earth a run for their money. You see what you think. Here they are on stage at last summer's We Def Freak Festival.
Salsa Quintet, winners of the 2023 Silidor Prize. What do you think, McQuire? Pretty hot band, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. When I heard them, I was like, who is this? And where are they from? <laughs> yeah, really. Because their sound is so fresh. We can't wait to hear the finalists of this year's Silidor competition. But now, let's hear Harrison Malkin's report on the Artists for Aid event a benefit for the victims of violence in Gaza and Sudan. Welcome to the Artists for Aid Benefit Concert for Gaza and Sudan. But hours before Mustafa made that announcement and took the stage at Newark Symphony Hall, thousands waited for the highly anticipated show to begin, a show supporting Palestinians in Gaza and the people of Sudan. The lineup featured some of the biggest stars of this generation. Comedian and actor Rami Youssef, musicians Daniel Caesar, Omar Apollo, Stormzy, 070 Sheikh, and more. Over 22,000 Palestinians have been killed by the Israeli government and over 12,000 Sudanese killed in their country, with both situations being described by some advocates as a genocide. So what can artists do? Can their art move the needle and sway international policy? These artists thought it was worth a shot. Meanwhile, Mustafa says that over half a million dollars was raised through ticket and merch sales that day, with 100% of that money going to on-the-ground relief efforts coordinated by Human Concern International, a Muslim-Canadian organization. We're at the uh, Artists for Aid, A Gaza, A. A plus A, for Gaza, Gaza and Sudan. Sudan show. Wow, we said it at the same time. We're locked in. <laughs> wow. That's Omar Apollo, the Mexican-American singer-songwriter who in 2022 was nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys, and his friend and producer. Many celebrities have stayed silent about the atrocities in Gaza and Sudan, so I wondered why, for Omar, it was important to use his voice and to speak out. I think that we're not politicians, that's the thing. We're, we're made to make art and share our stories, and I think that that's the only place that we can help is honestly bringing people together and, and getting you know, meals to these families and, and helping out. There's, there's no political thing that we can do. Omar played the piano and Mustafa read words written by Palestinian writer and poet Muhammad al-Kurd. Here we know two sons, Earth's friend and white phosphorus, here we know two things, death and the few breaths before it. What do you say to children 
for whom the Red Sea does not part? What do you say to children for whom the Red Sea does not part? The whole show was spearheaded by Mustafa, the Sudanese-Canadian artist. He joked that he put Canadian R&B singer Charlotte Day Wilson on the lineup before she even said she could make it. That's how much he believed in his friends and fellow artists. Here's how Omar Apollo describes the inception of the show. Yeah, I think we all wanted to do something. We were, you know, we were all seeing you know, which ways we could help benefit and, and how we could support and the best thing that came to mind, you know, the conversation I had with, with Mustafa and Daniel was like a three-way FaceTime call. And it was just like, yeah, we're not politicians. We can't make these decisions. We can sign a ceasefire. We can do all these things, but we can't, you know, make decisions in like a grand political way. So the only thing that we could do is, you know, he's like, let's do a show. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. And then we gathered all of our friends and... Everyone, you know, instantly said yes and no, no hesitations. And came That lack of hesitation to be a part of this was felt by creatives and artists that didn't perform but were hanging out around backstage, which is where I met Egyptian-born artist and rapper Faluka. My name is Faluka. I'm a singer-songwriter and rapper from Cairo, Egypt originally, but I'm out here in Newark tonight supporting my amazing friends, artists who are out here speaking up for Palestine and for Sudan. And yeah, it means a lot to be here. I mean, when I heard about this event happening, I'm like, I need to be here no matter what. And I'm sh- everybody I know, whether they live in New York or not, just being in the States is coming here tonight, so. Faluka agreed that art can create change and cut through the political noise. I, I mean, when you see you hear your favorite artist standing up for something and really like taking a stand against all odds, in the face of everybody telling them not to as well, you know? Like, that takes so much strength. And I see that, and I'm like, wow, like, I'm going to stream them. I'm going to go to their shows. And it's not just about love for that. But She says seeing like, artists come together artist, in solidarity has strengthened her resolve well. to speak out. Um, I've always really been very vocal about women's issues and about social justice issues in general. So when it came to Palestine and Sudan and just this general awakening, I feel that people are finally experiencing about just the world that we don't really hear about. So I feel like I'm getting stronger by the day speaking up about it and just being in this kind of environment reassures me that there is merit to doing that, you know? For Planet Afro Pop, I'm Harrison Malkin, an artist for Aid in Newark, New Jersey. Thanks, Harrison, for that report. There's a long road ahead for survivors of these horrifying conflicts. But it's good to know artists are doing what they can, despite the grim circumstances. Absolutely. I think artists, we keep the music going. You know, we keep everybody's spirits up. It's just wonderful. Well, that wraps it up for another edition of Planet Afropop. Remember to write to us at info at afropop.org. And you know what? As you look ahead to the summer, be sure to check out Camp Afropop. Three days and nights of concerts, workshop, jam sessions. I can't even get it out. I'm so excited. Jam sessions and awesome company at the Full Moon Resort near Woodstock, New York, May the 28th to the 31st. Put it in your diary now. It's right. Natu Kamara, Pedrito Martinez, Bakiti Kumalo, Jake Blunt, Samba Mapangala, and Yakuba Sissoko with his fabulous Cora. They'll all be there along with George Collinet and the Afro. There are still places left. Don't leave yourself out because I will say sorry for you. So visit campafropop.org and sign up pronto, soon. Planet Afropop is a production of World Music Productions. Support for Planet Afropop comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. Our founder and executive producer is Sean Barlow. And our lead podcast producer is Banning Air. Our chief audio engineer is Michael Jones, and additional engineering for this edition 
is by batting air at Lion Song Studio in Middletown, Connecticut. Our director of development and co-host is Mukwai Wabesiolwe. I edit our website along with our director of new media, Savian Biggs. I'm Banning Air. And I'm Mukwai Wabesiolwe. Until next time, don't be a stranger. <laughs> ¡Suscríbete